healthy from the inside out. This is Valley Well Valle Salud, a health and wellness information program brought to you by ValleyWise Health and District Medical Group. Each week, we go in-depth with different healthcare experts on some of your top health questions, getting answers to help you live your best life. Hello, and welcome to Valley Well Valle Salud. I'm your host, Lauren Vargas. Giving birth can already be a nerve-wracking experience, but doing it during a pandemic is a whole other story. So what do expecting moms and their families need to know about labor and delivery during COVID-19? Joining us to discuss is Sari Villaruel, who knows firsthand what it's like to give birth during the COVID-19 pandemic as she delivered her baby in July at Valleywise Health Medical Center. We also have Dr. Patricia Habak back on our show. She's a district medical group physician and longtime OBGYN at Valleywise Health. Thank you both for joining us today. So Sari, we'll start with you as a Valleywise Health patient. Tell us how you and your baby are doing. Um, we're doing good. She slept through the night last night, all five hours, and so we're feeling rested up, and we're still working out a few of the kinks when she gets fussy, but we're doing great. So how worried were you as a new mom um, and a, a pregnant woman about COVID-19? You do worry. Um, I'm a nurse at the hospital, so I, you kind of see firsthand, and then you hear through the grapevine and things. I'm a med surgeon nurse, so I'm not in labor and delivery. And you hear about if you test positive, then they, some places have you send your baby to the nursery so there's not as much exposure and for the baby and things like that. But I talked to my OB providers and they, they put my mind at ease. You always worry about testing positive for some crazy exposure from like the grocery store or something, so. It was it was great to have the providers that I did so they could reassure me. That's for sure. So did COVID-19 change your birth plan at all? No. My first baby, he ended up being an emergency C-section. So going in this time, I knew that you go in with an idea, not a plan. Fortunately, this time, my idea was great. Um, I had her natural and it was we were very fortunate this time it was great so what was it like giving birth during a pandemic and how was it different from your first um delivery the major difference honestly i felt i didn't feel bad for the staff you know but you do if they have to every time they go in and out they have to gown up coming in and then they have to it takes a minute, you know, you have to put on the your mask, your shield, and their gowns, and then the gloves, and come in, and they try to do as much as they can while they're in there, and then all of a sudden, while you're on the fetal monitor, your baby decides that they're not happy with the position you're in, so they, not two minutes later, have to come back in, put on the gown and the gloves and the mask, and they have to kind of reposition you, and that was a major difference is the the gowns and the masks because they you come in and you get tested once they decide to admit you and then you're considered what they said you're you're considered a rule out so they have to make sure you don't have COVID-19 so until that test result comes back they're gowning up and it just takes some time. <laughs> so did you have to wear a mask in labor? I did not have to wear a mask in labor. I did wear a mask into the hospital 
and once I got into the room and then I I was allowed to uh, keep my mask off. Got it. So what do you um, want expecting parents to know uh, moving forward about the about your experience? Our healthcare professionals are taking really good care of us and they're just making sure to do the best they can. They're also protecting themselves. And so it's just that little bit of patience, letting them put on their necessary protective equipment. It's, it's good for all of us. So if you're just tuning in with us, we're talking about what it's like to give birth during the COVID-19 pandemic. And if you need medical care, you can make an appointment with a district medical group provider at ValleyWise Health by visiting valleywisehealth.org or calling 833-855-9973 Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. So Dr. Habak, we will um, start with you now. A a lot has changed since we first spoke with you. It was back in April, and a lot of us hardly knew anything about this disease. Would you say the hospital is still the safest place for a woman to deliver a baby? Yeah, anytime you have a baby, you just never know what can happen. Most deliveries are uncomplicated, and moms do great. But there's a lot of things that can potentially happen that are unpredictable. And if any of those type of emergencies happen, then the hospital is the best place to be. So talk us through what the staff are doing to protect their patients. Well, a lot of the things that we do uh, are important things to do all the time, even when we're not in the middle of a pandemic. So things like hand washing, wearing gloves when it's appropriate, uh, making sure that the hospital rooms and operating rooms everywhere in the hospital are Uh, clean and sterile when necessary. Some things that we're doing in addition, specifically because of COVID-19, one is that the personal protective equipment that staff wear is heightened over what we normally use. So you will see staff wearing eye protection, tighter fitting masks, and they'll be wearing that type of equipment more frequently. We're also limiting the number of visitors that can be in the hospital. At Valleywise Health, our patients can bring a support person for labor. So your spouse, your a close family member, your support person in labor, they are able to be at the hospital with you, um, but we're not allowing a lot of additional uh, people to be in the hospital. So that also limits the amount, the risk for transmission of disease in the hospital. Um, and then at Valleywise and at most hospitals now across the valley, patients are being tested to find out if they have COVID-19 before they come into the hospital for any elective procedures, and then also for uh, delivery and care of their baby. Which is kind of what Sari was saying, um, you know, about her fear of being tested and the extra personal protective equipment that she noticed, um, you know, the the care team was putting on every time they'd walk into the room. On that note, what has it been like for you? How are, how are you and your team holding up? That's got to be a big change. I think just like everybody else, there's a lot of changes happening really quickly. So it has been a lot of uh, extra work for doctors, hospital administrators, nurses, anyone who works in the hospital. The policies and the procedures are changing quickly as we learn more and more about COVID-19. So that's, of course, required additional reading and learning every day on a regular basis. Um, And then there is the additional stress of the unknown, uh, having been pretty busy in the hospital over the last 
few months that has caused some additional stress. Um, at ValleyWise, I think we have a really amazing team and supportive staff that's been great to all work together and figure out the best way to tackle all of these problems. So even though that's been stressful, it's also really rewarding to know that we're doing the job that we wanted to do when we decided to become healthcare providers. Stressful and rewarding are the two key words that you mentioned. And I think everyone's you know, feeling that way, especially stressed. Um, are pregnant women stressed, uh, you know, more stressed? And is it because they're at higher risk? I think everyone is different. You know, we all respond to stress differently and some people respond in different ways. Some people do a lot of reading and research. Some people are more uh, calm and able to just take whatever comes their way. I don't think that there's any reason why women have to be especially concerned if they're pregnant. Of course, we want all pregnant women to take the same precautions that we recommend for everyone in society to be doing these days, frequent hand washing, stay away from large crowds, limit your, your contact with other people, wear a mask. Um, and so we do want everyone to be doing all of those things, but we do think that if you adhere to those guidelines, your chances of staying healthy are very high. Um, and then you can just focus on all the other things that pregnant women worry about, uh, like taking care of a new baby and adding a person to your family. Right. Absolutely. So do we know yet? I mean, it's been six to eight months now. So do we know yet if pregnant women are at higher risk or are experiencing something different than non-pregnant people? I think it's too soon to say for sure. It takes a lot of uh, time and effort and large numbers of patients to make definitive conclusions about some of the things that you're asking. That said, some of the small studies that we have seen so far do show that pregnant women might be at high risk to become critically ill if they contract COVID-19 and that they might be at risk for pregnancy-related complications such as preterm delivery, preterm labor, uh, growth restriction in their fetus. I don't think that that means that women have to be overly stressed out. Your physicians are taking care of you, monitoring you for any potential complications that would develop. And if you do get sick, your physicians and your care team will be keeping a close eye on you to make sure that you stay as healthy as you can during the course of your sickness. But I do think that doing everything that you can do to avoid contracting COVID-19 is a worthwhile use of your time and energy. District Medical Group physician Dr. H Patricia Habak is answering our top questions about labor and delivery uh, during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, is there anything specific that pregnant women should be doing other than, you know, what we're all supposed to be doing? Um, do they need to be quarantining at home even more? I think if you are pregnant, it is even more important to try to limit your contact as much as you can. The basics of what you want to be doing are, are the same, but if you're able to have groceries delivered and avoid going to the store, that's a safer choice. And I would encourage you to make those type of choices. Um, again, with the masking, you know, we're all learning to get used to wearing masks all of the time. And for pregnant women, the more that you can do that, the more that you can encourage those around you to be masking. That also significantly can decrease your risk of contracting COVID-19. I would really recommend for pregnant women to just continue all the same precautions. 
but be even more vigilant and really encourage um, them to be practicing those precautions and encouraging the people that they're around to be vigilant about those precautions as well. Right. Which I'm sure most women are, um, you know, most pregnant women are super uh, concerned and dig- diligent about all of that stuff. So um, how does telehealth um, help this situation? What are the telehealth options available for um, pregnant women? Yeah. So basically what telehealth is, is that instead of physically coming to the doctor's office to see your physician or your nurse certified nurse midwife, you would have a phone call or a video call with your care provider. And due to our desire to decrease people being out and about in public at ValleyWise, we've implemented a lot of telehealth for many different uh, doctor's visits. In pregnancy, of course, we do still want to be seeing you in the clinic, um, but probably about 50% of your visits can be handled by telehealth if you have a fairly healthy pregnancy. And that's a great way um, to decrease risk of transmission. Um, It also allows the visit to really be focused more on counseling. Patients, I think, tend to have more opportunities to ask questions when the visit is just a phone call um, because there's less time getting spent checked in, um, getting blood pressure checks, things like that, getting weighed. Of course, having your blood pressure check and monitoring your weight are still very important. So if you are pregnant and your doctor is using telehealth to provide care, it's ideal if you can have a blood pressure monitor at home and check your blood pressure periodically so that you can report those blood pressures to your physician. Oh, that's interesting. So just encouraging patients to be proactive about their own health and um, monitoring their own symptoms, maybe even more than they used to. Absolutely. So Sari talked about this earlier, her experience, but from your experience as a healthcare provider, how has the delivery process changed? Um, You know, for example, are women um, being recommended to stay in the hospital for a shorter amount of time or anything like that? I think most of actually having the baby hasn't changed too much. Um, We did talk about the personal protective equipment and You know, the downside of that is it makes a lot harder to see people's facial expressions. There's a part of how we respond to other people that has a lot to do with being able to see their mouth and their full face. And I do think that that makes it harder to connect with the people who are taking care of you. But we're our same old selves underneath all of that equipment. We sometimes are sending people home a little bit earlier, but only if we feel comfortable that they're going to be safe at home. We have had uh, sufficient room in the hospital and haven't been in a situation where we need to let people go early unnecessarily. And we would certainly never send someone out if it wasn't safe for them to leave. Like Siri said, she was tested for COVID-19. And so are you automatically testing every pregnant mom and their visitor, their support person? Um, We're testing moms when they're admitted to the hospital. We don't generally test the partners, although if there were concerns, if obviously if they're sick, then they should not come to the hospital. Even if it's a situation where their partner is in labor and going to have the baby, it's just not safe uh, to be in the hospital if you're sick. Um, We do test all moms on admission, and that's so that they can 
find out if they're sick, then that helps us decrease transmission in the hospital. And it also helps us give you recommendations about how to best care for your baby in that situation. District Medical Group physician, Dr. Patricia Habak is answering our questions about what to expect um, when you're having a baby during COVID-19. And you can make an appointment with a district medical group provider at Valleywise Health by visiting valleywisehealth.org and clicking the book appointment button or by calling 833-855-9973. So, um, can the support person leave the hospital and come back for supplies like they used to in the good old days? As long as mom tests negative, then they can come and go. If mom tests positive, then we do really encourage the support person to stay at the bedside. Typically, the support person has been in close contact with the pregnant mother leading up to the delivery. So there is some concern that that person could also have COVID-19. And so we would prefer for them to not be coming and going frequently. That makes sense. So what happens after the delivery? What are the checkups like and, you know, being sent home, that kind of thing? Uh, following delivery, we're doing, uh, as we usually do, a postpartum visit at about four to six weeks postpartum. If uh, mom is healthy, that can also, often can be a telehealth visit. And then based on What's discussed at that visit, the physician will determine if the patient needs to come back uh, into the clinic for another appointment. For example, if, if mom wanted to have an IUD placed or if she had concerns about how she was healing, then we would bring them in to be seen. We also uh, have converted some of the other checks that we sometimes do postpartum, like a blood pressure check, to a telehealth visit. Uh, before discharge, we can make sure that mom has access to a blood pressure check so that she can check her blood pressure at home. And then we can conduct that visit by the phone. And how has that been going so far? You've, you guys have probably been doing that for a few months now. How is that process working? I think uh, like anything else, it's a different and it's a transition. I think like anything else, there are some great things about it and some things about it that are not um, as good. So for example, it's a lot more convenient for mom. Sometimes parents, they have not only their new baby, but they have other kids at home. So it's much easier to connect with their care provider by phone instead of having to bring everybody into the clinic uh, or find childcare for their other children who are at home. Um, on the other hand, you know, it's super fun as a care provider to see mom after the delivery and see the baby and see how baby's doing. And sometimes we like to take pictures. And so we don't get that connection that we used to get. So we do miss that, obviously. And, you know, most of us in medicine, we went into this because we like the interpersonal connection with patients. And it's not the same doing that over the computer. Absolutely. And thank you for being honest about that because, you know, these times are really challenging and hopefully someday, you know, maybe not soon, but hopefully someday we will be able to get back to that um, because I know that's important for everybody, patients and, you know, the providers. We kind of talked about this and we're going back and forth now, but what happens to the baby if the mom is positive? So if mom is positive, um, the pediatricians will be really involved and they definitely will be the most up-to-date about recommendations for taking care of that baby. Uh, not to worry on mom's side, we definitely know that bonding is really important right away after delivery. We encourage skin-to-skin -skin contact and breastfeeding. 
even if mom is positive, we really believe strongly that the benefits of breastfeeding, the benefits of that close contact after delivery outweigh the risks of the baby potentially contracting COVID-19. We do recommend, we would recommend that mom continue to mask when she's holding the baby and when she's breastfeeding the baby. And of course, recommend vigilance with hand hygiene. Also um, recommending that mom and baby stay separated following delivery um, from a distance except when breastfeeding and caring for the baby as that's possible. We know that that isn't gonna happen 100% of the time when you have a newborn baby. But uh, when able, if baby's in a bassinet close by mom, instead of uh, directly being held by mom, that's a little bit better. The pediatricians go over all of that with moms who do test positive. So do you know, or did this happen in the very beginning where you know none of us really knew much, where the baby, if the mom was positive, was separated from the mom, and now we're deciding that that's not the best way to go about it? Yeah, so mom will always be counseled about the risks and benefits of both options. Earlier on, when we didn't know as much and we were a little more cautious, we were uh, certainly giving moms, and we will still give mom the option to be separated and have someone else care for her baby if she's really concerned and isn't comfortable caring for the baby when she knows that she has infection. But we are definitely encouraging moms and babies to stay together as, the, as a safe choice. If you're just tuning in with us, we're talking about what it's like to give birth during the COVID-19 pandemic, and you can give us a call and make an appointment with a district medical group provider at Valleywise Health by visiting valleywisehealth.org or calling 833-855-9973 Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. Dr. Habak, I want to introduce Chencho Flores. He's our audio producer for the show, and he has a question for you. So with other physicians that we've talked to, they've mentioned that there is some concern among patients uh, about coming into the hospital for their visits. And, and there's concern about people missing essential visits that they need to have. Do you have this concern when it comes to expectant mothers of them being afraid to come in for their regular visits that they need? Yeah, we have had some patients who've been nervous to come in for their clinic appointments. We know that prenatal care is really important and there's a number of things that we do during the course of prenatal care that are important all the time in terms of keeping your, your baby safe. But also at, in the times of this pandemic, there's things that you're gonna encounter at the doctor's office that are even more important. For example, getting your flu vaccine in a few months is gonna be really critical. As we've kind of discussed, we have a lot of uh, processes in place to keep patients safe when they come in to be seen. So we definitely want to keep in close contact with our patients and we want them to keep coming in for their necessary visits. At ValleyWise, our patients also have access to a patient portal. And that's a great way to get in touch with your physician or the other care providers at ValleyWise. Uh, if you have any questions or you have concerns, about an upcoming appointment, you can contact us that way and we can figure out what's happening and see what we can do to make you feel safe and answer your questions. So obviously COVID-19 has been really hard on all of us in one way or another, but I always like to end the show with something positive if possible. So have there been any positives to um, this situation for either you guys as a team or <laughs> pregnant 
pregnant moms, you know, um, at home, are they less busy? Do they have more time to bond with the baby with less visitors coming in? That sort of thing. Yeah, I, I guess uh, we're all taking stock of what's really important in these times. And it is a, a great opportunity to be able to spend time with your family and bond with less distractions than we have in our usual busy lives. Very nice. Uh, Dr. Habak, thank you so much for spending time with us today and um, explaining all of this. A lot of really good information. We will have a blog on valleywisehealth.org so everyone can check that out. And uh, we'll hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. We hope you enjoyed listening to Valley Well Via Salute, a health and wellness information program brought to you by Valleywise Health and District Medical Group. If you're looking for more information about what you heard today, visit us online at valleywisehealth.org slash be well. There you'll find blogs and videos from our healthcare providers, and you can even book an appointment at a Valleywise Community Health Center near you. That's valleywisehealth.org slash be well. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.